Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. A corrupt, unstable ex-president is trying to manipulate a corrupted Supreme Court to avoid going to prison for stealing documents, including one that details the nuclear capabilities of a foreign country. The Department of Justice is approaching that with two hands tied behind its back rather than dragging the guy off by his feet. It is moving just as dilettantishly as if it had forever to do anything against the guy for fomenting an attempted armed coup 21 months ago today. The Republican Party has turned into the white supremacist theological fascist cult. It has already elected functioning morons to the House like Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Trailer Park Green and to the Senate like Rand Paul and John N. Kennedy. In a month, it has every chance of taking the House or the Senate or both with a lineup of goobers who make Bobert and Green look like Mensa chairwomen. Its fringes believe JFK Jr. and maybe JFK Sr. have come back from the dead or will come back from the dead or never really were dead and they will lead them in something. 
All of them are willing to go to rallies for the ex-president at which they raise their right arms in salute and hold them there while music plays. And then they insist this bears no resemblance to the Nazis. And if that corrupt ex-president regains power by election, subterfuge, Supreme Court corruption, violence, or all of the above, not only can you kiss your democracy goodbye, but you can start calculating when the atmosphere will no longer support life on this planet because he and the other corporate prostitutes are being paid to deny climate change, even as they all see the megastorms beginning to destroy this and other countries. And there are a thousand political TV and streaming networks, and only two of them were vaguely liberal. And one of them was bought out by an octogenarian right-wing billionaire who sent in a paste eater to purge it. And the other is imploding because they decided anybody can anchor on MSNBC. And guess what? No, they can't. So, each day you and I convene here to try to push back the tide to raise the alarm, to energize the troops, just to get it out of our systems, to do something. And I don't know about you, but every once in a while I get exhausted by this. And there is only one remedy for exhaustion in an existential fight to preserve democracy, especially when the headlines took the kind of pause that they did yesterday. It is to remember that this democracy has survived not so much through the exertions of people like ourselves, but more thanks to the stupidity of the fascists. And when they are so stupid as to be genuinely entertaining, to be laugh-out-loud funny, we must laugh. We have to laugh. We are restored by laughing. So let's. I take you to the National Hispanic Leadership Conference in Miami yesterday and El Duche himself with the reminder that his tell for I'm lying is when he claims somebody, anybody, called him sir. I remember a very famous pollster, very well-known, John McLaughlin, came to my office just prior to the play coming in. He said, sir, if George Washington and Abraham Lincoln came alive from the dead and they formed a president-vice president team, you would beat them by 40%. Well, to be fair, a Lincoln-Washington ticket would feature one guy who's just arisen after having been in the ground 157 years and the other 223 years. So to paraphrase the movie Airplane, I don't know where they would stand on Ukraine, but they won't smell too good. Plus that famous pollster, John McLaughlin, he's the one who gets 30% of his predictions wrong. Trump gave us another one at this National Hispanic Leadership Conference in Miami yesterday, but you're gonna need to listen to this one twice. Here's try number one. No teacher should ever be allowed to teach transgender to our children without parental consent. No, nobody has to have parental consent. And we will totally oppose the Biden administration, this, this administration, the Biden administration's sick plan to require mandatory. No, nobody has to have the administrating parental consultra. You want to try that one again, Sparky? No teacher should ever be allowed to teach transgender to our children without parental consult. No, nobody has to have parental consent. And we will totally oppose the Biden administration, this, this administration, the Biden administration's sick plan to require mandatory. Gabby Trump is right. Can you imagine what the right would be doing with that soundbite if it had been uttered by Joe Biden instead? 
Seven years of this idiot Trump mangling the English language and these slime on Fox have the nerve to criticize a man who is fighting past his stutter. And of course, if it is not Trump again in 24, it will be DeSantis. This soundbite sounds like just the usual fascist banter at the beginning, bashing the news organizations that barely criticize him and his ilk. But as it goes on, it becomes more and more clear that Ron DeSantis thinks the media is capable of collectively willing storms to hit specific Florida cities. I think part of it, quite frankly, you know, you have national regime media that they wanted to see Tampa because they thought that that'd be worse for Florida. That's yeah. how these people think. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they don't care about the people of this state. They don't care about the people of this community. They want to use storms and destruction from storms as a way to advance their agenda. And they don't care what destruction's in their wake. They don't care about the lives here. If they can use it to pursue their political agenda, they will do it. Geez, Governor, if we, the national regime media, control the weather, if we can really decide where the storms are going to make landfall, you should really be nicer to us. Occasionally, the restorative, rejuvenating laughs provided by the fascists are also confessions. The Herschel Walker girlfriend abortion story, which late last night expanded into the woman whose abortion Herschel Walker paid for is also the mother of one of his children... Wait, I thought he said he didn't know the woman he sent that money to story. They have brought into stark relief the fact that all the far right's cultural wars are utter nonsense. They don't believe in free speech. They believe in whatever speech will rile up the rubes the fastest. They don't believe in the sanctity of life. They believe in the sanctity of their own campaigns. Listen to the infamous National Rifle Association washout Dana Lash flat out confess that Herschel Walker has not violated their values because they have no values to violate. So I don't care if Herschel Walker paid to abort endangered baby eagles. I want control of the Senate. If the Daily Beast story is true, you're telling me Walker used his money to reportedly pay some skank for an abortion. Dana, you know what you need to pay somebody to do? You need to pay somebody to teach you how to use a microphone without popping all your peas. The Walker story is very simple. If the Republicans really believed abortion is murder, they would have to admit that Herschel Walker is at the least an accessory to murder, if not a murderer himself. There are some simpler comedy sound bites, more of the belly laugh variety, like the ones from Trump's lawyer Alina Haba, who clearly saw Beverly Hills Cop one time too many. Um, as far as Judge Reinhold, I still have this burning question as to why he felt he needed to recuse himself. On And if you think Haba has trouble with names, let's try her with dates, like the meaning of the August 8th search at Mar-a-Lago. The Department of Justice filed this crazy raid, pretending it's all these criminal actions because it's around the corner to November. And this is what we like to call an October surprise, which yeah. we've seen before. It's November in August, the October surprise. Then there's Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas. Kansas appears to be in a place called America, where the day after September 10 is called 911. 
I want to take your listeners back to 911 when 3,000 Americans died and we declared war on those terrorists. You know, I know you're familiar with 911. It was in your backyard, but on 911, we lost 3,000 Americans. And certainly we hold that day in reverence. But now in America, we're losing 3,000 Americans about every two or three weeks. And what we did in response to 911 is declare war on terrorism, and that's what we want to do with the cartel. Quick, Senator, there's an emergency. Call 911. Better yet, dial 911. And don't forget while you're doing that to ask Senator Ron Johnson how he feels about it. We'd have an annual threat hearing, and my ranking member would always be bringing up white supremacy, which, you know, I condone. I mean, I, I condemn, uh, but... And always remember the motto of CPAC. Ladies and gentlemen, we are all domestic terrorists. Please welcome founder of the... You said it. And just one more stop on our tour of right-wing moronity. Back to Trump. Back to the National Hispanic Leadership Conference in Miami yesterday, and I've now heard this 27 times, and I still, given the context, do not believe he actually said it. When they leak on my administration, uh, some people think it's so glamorous, it's so great. Wait, what? When they leak on my administration, uh, some people think it's so glamorous, it's so great. Quote, when they leak on my administration... Leak? I thought we had cleared up that whole P-tape stuff. Still ahead on Countdown, finally some news for Herschel Walker that isn't about abortions or children out of wedlock. He's down 12 in the polls. Who's the most valuable player in baseball's American League? Aaron Judge? Shohei Otani? No, maybe it's the Yankees' medical advisor. I shall explain. And in things I promised not to tell, the day a sports owner said his team had lost so much money it was as much as some other franchises were worth. But that did not mean what he wanted you to think it meant. That's next. This is Countdown. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Countdown with Keith Olbermann. Still ahead on Countdown, you do not want to be Herschel Walker right now, or Lauren Boebert right now, or Saudi Arabia right now. Postscripts to the news and the rest of the program coming up. First, in each edition of Countdown, we feature a dog in need whom you can help. Every dog has its day. We go to Van Nuys, California. Zika, X-I-C-A, is a beautiful German shepherd, seven months old, hit by a car and in critical care at the East Valley Animal Services in Van Nuys. She will need to be saved by a rescue, and you can help by pledging money to help defray the expenses a rescue has to go to to do that. Look for my tweet about Zika, which will be my pinned tweet at my account for dogs in need, at Tom Jumbo Grumbo, or you can contact the rescue coordinator directly. That's luz.ruiz, L-U-Z dot Ruiz at lacity.org. And thank you very much for trying to help.
Postscripts to the news, some headlines, some commentary, some snark. Dateline Flemington, New Jersey. Congressman Tom Malinowski from the Jersey 7th says he will introduce legislation requiring this country to pull its troops and missile systems out of Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. It seems those nations finally pushed too far yesterday when the Saudis led OPEC and Russia to cut oil production by 2 million barrels per day. Long term, of course, we either cut reliance on that oil and all all oil or the atmosphere will, you know, incinerate. But in the short term, this is more politics than environment and the Saudis need their asses kicked promptly. Pulling the military hardware out of a fascist regime is a good idea any day of the week, but especially today. Dateline San Francisco, a little more on the Elon Musk return engagement with Twitter. An SEC filing in May showed that Elmo's biggest investment subsidizer was Prince Al-Walid bin Talal al-Saud of Saudi Arabia. Dateline Atlanta. I mentioned at the start that the Daily Beast now reports the woman whose abortion Herschel Walker paid for is also the mother of one of his kids. And that may be the least of his problems. Survey USA had a Georgia Senate poll in the field as the Walker abortion story broke, and this A-rated pollster came back with this result, Walker trailing Senator Raphael Warnock by 12, 50 to 38. And Dateline Grand Junction, Colorado. From Keating Research, the Colorado 3rd congressional race in July was Lauren Boebert, 49, the Democrat Adam Frisch, 42. The new poll is Boebert, 47, Frisch, 45, margin of error, 4.4. This is SportsCenter. Wait, check that. Not anymore. This is Countdown with Keith Olbermann. In sports, popular Oakland A's catcher Stephen Vogt played his last game before retirement yesterday. The team had his kids do his introduction over the public address system for his first at-bat, and then in his last at-bat on the day of the season, in fact, his last at-bat in the major leagues, Vogt hit a home run. And just when you thought I might be getting sentimental, more amazingly, the A's won. They beat Shohei Otani and the Angels 3-2. Thank you, Nancy Faust. A brilliant observation from Elliot Kalb, the longtime research genius of NBC Sports and the MLB Network. In the debate over who is the most valuable player in the American League, Aaron Judge and his record 62 home runs, or Otani and his 34 homers as a hitter and 15 wins as a pitcher. And Elliot says... It's neither. He says, remember in spring training when we found out that two Yankee players were not vaccinated and so there was no way they were going to be able to play in any of the Yankees games in Toronto because you couldn't enter Canada unless you had been vaccinated? One of those two was reportedly, it was never confirmed, Aaron Judge. And then suddenly the Yankees said all their players were vaccinated and they would all go to Toronto. Aaron Judge went to Toronto and he hit two home runs in the nine games in Toronto that he got to play in because... He was vaccinated. So no Toronto and Aaron Judge hits 60 homers, not 62. So by Elliott's impeccable logic, the real American League most valuable player is whoever convinced Aaron Judge to get vaccinated.
Now, I'm going to guess you might not be as interested in this next story as I am. The 10 finalists have been named for the Ford Frick Award, which gets broadcasters into the Baseball Hall of Fame. So if you want to skip ahead like just under two minutes or so, no problem. But there's a good what are the odds story coming up at the end of this. Experts will vote on the electee who will be announced on December 7th, and they get their name on a plaque in the Hall of Fame. The finalists, my former ESPN colleague Dave Campbell, Joe Castiglione, who's done the Red Sox game so long that he was there the year I worked in Boston, Gary Cohen of the Mets, the best play-by-play man working today, Jacques Doucette, the French voice of the old Montreal Expos, Tom Hamilton of Cleveland, Jerry Howarth for 37 years Toronto's radio man, Pat Hughes of the Cubs, the late Ernie Johnson Sr. of the Braves, Dwayne Kuyper of the Giants, and Steve Stone, formerly of the Cubs, now the White Sox. There are two problems here. One of the voters is Hawk Harrelson, who was the play-by-play man while Stone was the analyst with the White Sox for like 12 years. He gets to vote on Stone? And Dwayne Kuyper, while worthy on his own, should have been nominated in tandem with his broadcast partner with the Giants, Mike Kruko. They are as good together as any tandem in all of sports. And whatever else you think I may or may not know anything about, I know about tandems in sports. Now, here is the what are the odds story. I I know Gary Cohen, nominated for the Hall of Fame from the Mets 20 years now, and we've always been remarkably in sync about broadcasting, about baseball, about our respective bosses, about politics. One day, eight, nine years ago, the phone rings. It's Gary calling from the Mets spring training camp. He says his mother has asked him a question. Does your friend Keith have any relatives named Billy Olbermann? And I think for a moment, and I say, no, nah, sorry, no Billies. Now, now, I had an Uncle Bill, my father's younger brother, and I stopped myself. And I said, you know, I never thought of this before, but I, I guess Uncle Bill was probably known as Billy at some point. Why do you ask? And Gary sighs, and then he says, where did he live during World War II? And I said, nah, my dad and his brothers and his folks, they all lived off the Grand Concourse in the Bronx. And Gary said, did they ever live above, like, this combination grocery and candy store? And I said, you mean the one off the concourse on Weeks Avenue? And he said, yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. My mother and your Uncle Billy were friends when they were like 11, 12 years old. So Gary and I are second generation friends. What are the odds? Congrats on the nominations to Gary, Kipe, and all my other friends and colleagues. Still ahead, what do sports moguls mean when they say their team lost money last year? They do not mean they actually lost money. They mean, well, I'll explain it in things I promise not to tell. First, the daily roundup of the miscreants, morons, and Dunning-Kruger effect specimens who constitute today's worst persons in the world. The bronze, we have another J.R. Majewski out there. Ads have been running for the GOP candidate in the Minnesota second, Tyler Kistner describing his, quote, four combat deployments while in the Marine Corps. In fact, Kistner served in North Africa. No combat. And he's now twice run for Congress, and the same stunt has been pulled both times, and he still hasn't seen combat. Runner-up, Heidi Ganal, the fascist candidate for the governor of Colorado. She's the one who has that brain-dead look that uh, Kirsty Nome has, only she looks a little dumber. She is late to the litter box party, but she's making the most of it, telling a radio station that people who contradict her are lying, that, quote, kids are identifying as cats in schools across Colorado. 
quote, the school districts are not being truthful. I will tell the truth even if it is uncomfortable. Ganal says she and her team are collecting pictures of kids. Who are the groomers again? She and her team are collecting pictures of kids and will be distributing them, their faces blurred, which of course makes it impossible to tell if the kids are A, even in Colorado, and B, aren't, you know, just dressed up for Halloween or, you know, the way kids like to wear cat ears and stuff because they like animals, moron. But our winner, Mark Levin, the high-pitched fascist radio host and weekend guy at Fox Nudes, who sounds like he washed out of auditions for the Castrati Chorus. Among his many other problems, Levin does not understand how the law or emails work. He exchanged emails, a dozen of them or more, with coup plotter John Eastman, and they wound up in the possession of the January 6th committee. So naturally, on radio, he went and threatened the members of the committee. Quote, how the hell did the federal government get 13 of my emails? I never got a subpoena. I was never given notice. Yeah, see, you only need to subpoena one of the people in the email exchange, Mr. Levin. What else did they look at? I'm telling you now, you stick with me. I'm going to find out who every one of these GD staffers are on that damn committee. Every one of those Congress asses on that damn committee. Every damn one of them. I'm not going to be intimidated. Life's too damn short to be intimidated. <laughs> he just threatened every January 6th committee member and staffer. And in a falsetto, arrest him. Mark, I hope they're intimidated when I say GD11, today's worst person in the world! Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places discover betmgm the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for non-stop action all winter long take the excitement of football basketball and hockey to the next level with same game parlays exclusive signature bets odds boost promos and much more plus now you can sign in place bets and manage your cash balance under the same betmgm account in dc maryland and virginia with the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. To the number one story on the countdown and my favorite topic, me and things I promise not to tell. And this story is secondhand, but I'm pretty sure Gil Stratton told it to me, and Gil was gold. If you've ever seen the movie Stalag 17, and if you haven't, you should, like right now, Gil played William Holden's right-hand man, Cookie, and Gil narrates the film, too. And he was in The Wild One with Marlon Brando, and he co-starred on Broadway with Judy Garland, and Gil was a baseball umpire, and Gil was the number one TV sportscaster in L.A. from 1954 to about 1975, and he stayed on the air so long that eventually he worked with me and then for me, and he never complained about that once. Loved the business, loved doing it, and he knew everything that had ever happened in Los Angeles. In a city that almost deliberately erases its past as quickly as possible, Gill was one of those living history books. And I always tell this one story of his whenever a sports owner or commissioner says his team or league lost money. After some research, it turns out the year of the story has to have been 1964. From the details in the anecdote, we know the Dodgers had won the World Series the year before, but had not been in the pennant race in the year in question. So that had to be 1968 or earlier, because one of the three men in the story, the Dodgers Vice President Fresco Thompson, passed away on November 30th, 1968. So the 1964 season, which it has to be, ends at Dodger Stadium 58 years ago this week, late on the afternoon of Sunday, October 4th. The Dodgers have just won, but it's not enough to save them from a losing season, 80 and 82. Just under 14,000 people have paid to get in, which means 2,228,751 souls have dropped some cash into the till of the infamous Dodgers owner, Walter O'Malley. That was a lot of fans in 1964. 
The stench of Walter O'Malley reeks through history. He is still the villain in sports in New York City, where he moved the Brooklyn Dodgers out, something from which the borough of Brooklyn has never recovered, even though the historical record is pretty clear that the Dodgers did have an attendance problem in Brooklyn, and the city of New York did not think it was worth it to merely sell O'Malley the land he thought was ideal for a sports stadium. O'Malley was right about the land. The land is now where they put the Barclays Center, an arena, at public expense. O'Malley wanted to pay for his building himself. Anyway, back to 1964. A sixth-place Dodgers season has just ended, and either that day or the next day or the day after that, 58 years ago this week, one of the three men who basically run the franchise, Vice President and General Manager Buzzy Bavese, leans in through the doorway of Walter O'Malley's office in Dodger Stadium, where the man who got rich for closing on mortgages during the Depression, including the mortgage on the Dodgers, that's how he became the owner, he is, as usual, sitting behind his desk, thumbing through accountant's ledgers, smoking a large cigar, and using a long plastic holder. See you at the winter meetings, boss. O'Malley never looks up from his financial books. Uh, at least we had a decent fiscal year. I mean, with Koufax hurt and all, now O'Malley looks up and he growls. What do you mean, decent fiscal year? We lost $2 million. Walter O'Malley does not now have to tell Buzzy Bavese to leave his office because Buzzy Bavese feels as if he has just been shot. We lost $2 million, he thinks to himself. We lost $2 million. $2 million! The hallway of the executive offices of the Dodgers on the loge level of Dodger Stadium swirls around him. $2 million. Just four years earlier, when baseball had sold the rights to put an expansion franchise in that same city, Los Angeles, to Gene Autry, the price had been $2,100,000. $2,000,000 was literally the price of a Major League Baseball franchise in the early 60s. Buzzy Bavese staggered down the hallway. The sweat poured from every part of his body. His vision blurred, and he found it difficult to breathe. He almost fell into the open doorway of the third man who ran the Dodgers, the other senior vice president, Fresco Thompson. Buzz, Fresco said with considerable alarm, you okay? Buzzy Bavese barely croaked the word no, but the rest of the sentence he fairly shouted, O'Malley just told me we lost $2 million this year. Fresco Thompson laughed, and now Bavese's terror turned to anger. What in the hell are you laughing at? Two million. We lost two million. Don't you know what this means? We'll have to fire everybody. We'll have to trade Koufax. At least we have to trade Maury Wills. We drew two million, and we lost two million. And, and now the worst suddenly occurs to Buzzy Bavese. Jesus, Fresco, he's going to fire one of us, isn't he? Bavese had not noticed Fresco's Thompson's laughter growing. You Italian idiot, Bavese. Only Fresco Thompson did not say Italian. How long you been working for this guy, O'Malley? Bavese spit out the answer. 1950. Thompson calmly replied, ah, yeah, nearly as long as I have, and you still haven't figured him out. Buzzy Bavese was lost. The franchise was teetering on bankruptcy in front of their eyes. But Thompson was focused for some reason on how long they had each known Walter O'Malley. They were all about to get fired by Walter O'Malley. Fresco Thompson stood up and put his arm around his still shaken colleague. 
When O'Malley says we lost two million this year, Buzz, what that greedy bastard means is last year when we won the World Series, we made a profit of six million dollars. This year, when we finished in sixth place, we only made a profit of four million dollars. So in his mind, that means this year we lost two million. We didn't lose two million. We made four million. So the next time you hear the owner of a sports franchise or the commissioner of a sports league tell you it or he has, quote, lost, unquote, $11 billion, just remember, this is almost always Walter O'Malley math. And it only means that's how much lower this year's phenomenal profits are compared to last year's phenomenal profits. I've done all the damage I can do here. Help me out. Subscribe to this podcast or give it five stars or tell a random passerby. Most of the music, including our theme from Beethoven's Ninth, was arranged, produced, and performed by Brian Ray and John Philip Chanel. They are the Countdown Musical Directors. All orchestration and keyboards by John Philip Chanel. Bass and drums by Brian Ray. Guitars 2, produced by TKO Brothers. Other Beethoven selections have been arranged and performed by the group No Horns Allowed. The sports music is the Olbermann theme from ESPN2, and it was written by Mitch Warren Davis, and it appears here courtesy of ESPN Inc. Musical comments from Nancy Faust, the best baseball stadium organist of all time. And our announcer today was Kenny Maine. Everything else was pretty much my fault. So that's Countdown for this, the 639th day since Donald Trump's first attempted coup against the democratically elected government of the United States. Arrest him now while we still can. A new episode tomorrow. Till then, I'm Keith Olbermann. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and good luck. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.